Hi there, everyone. Welcome to A Wee Blether About, a podcast from the academic skills team at UWS. My name is Linda Riches, and I'm one of the academic skills advisors at the university. So today we're delighted to be joined by a special guest, Kat McNabb, um, who's a student counsellor with the UWS counselling team. And we're going to talk about studying online and some of the challenges that this presents. And that's something we all really need to be thinking about as it's part of the sort of new hybrid way of sort of learning and working. I'm also joined by my colleague John Watson. Hi John. Hello. And hi Kat. Hi. Um, And we'll have some thoughts about maybe some of the challenges of studying online and some of the things that you can do to just get used to this way of working. Now, over the past few years, I think we've all had to become used to those different ways of delivering and accessing um, learning. And I think we would maybe all agree here that it's been a bit of a steep learning curve. Certainly, I'd never recorded or, you know, done anything on Teams or Zoom or anything like that um, Mm. before, you know, pandemic and all that. And it's certainly something that we've all had to get used to. So we thought we'd look at a few different areas and I'll maybe start off... um, with Kat, actually, just asking about some of the sort of first things we need to think about in terms of studying. So, supposing we have a mix of lectures in person and online, mm-hmm. when we've got those online lectures, do we have to really think about how we set up that space so that we're going to get the most out of that? Yes, I would say so. Um, certainly the feedback that we've been getting from students is that ideally if they've got a particular place that they can study in, um, so maybe not at the kitchen table, just some separate space if that's possible to help their brain focus has actually worked particularly well for them. Um, ideally, I guess if you've got a separate room, that would be great. Or even if you've got a desk or a separate part of your bedroom to use, that can work just as well. Um, I've had students saying things like they've thrown a cover or a towel or something over their work when they're not actually working, just to make sure that they're making that distinction between sort of social time, if you like, and um, study time. And it's good to be able to have everything easy to reach within your desk or wherever it is you're studying. Um, So make sure you've got easy access to things like your books, pencils, papers, a wee drink maybe in your laptop and things like that. Um, Trying to make sure you've got enough light to be able to see what you're doing properly. Mm -hmm. And things like storage can be actually really important as well. So for myself, I've got a locked filing cabinet and some folders um, just to put my work materials in so that it's out of the way and it's not with me 24-7. I mean, be making sure that you've got a comfy chair as best you possibly can and try to set it up so that it is at a good eye level for you as well. Um, And that, yeah, that you've got space for your laptop and anything else that you are going to need while you're trying to get some work done. Um, So, yeah, and I guess internet connection can be really important as well. Um, If that's possible, try and make sure you've got as strong a connection as possible so that you can watch lectures and stream them um, at the peak time if that's what you need to do. Um, And also just to make sure if you're having to download any PDFs or any other materials or packages, Mm. um, that can really help if you've got that sort of clear connection to make things as as seamless as, as possible. Yeah, yeah. So quite a few things to to think about there. I know certainly for me, I'm lucky enough to have a very small, I have to say, separate space. (laughs) But yeah, that's sort of somewhere where you then don't see the laptop at the end of the day. Is that the same for you, John? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, unfortunately, I've, I've kind of downsized recently, so I have, I have only got this room now to kind of work in and relax in, which is a bit frustrating because I do know the advantages of having that separate room, but that's not always possible for students anyway. But yeah, I, I really like the idea actually there of throwing the towel over the. Yeah, uh, that's a good <laughs> idea. I hadn't thought of that. I think that's a really, really good thing. Um, yeah, what I would also say as well, don't, don't try and take kind of shortcuts. I, I think I've seen some students try to watch lectures on the mobile and it's obviously possible to do that. But I think making sure you are working on a laptop really helps when it comes to studying and not just you know, trying to work on a really small screen, I don't think helps sometimes, even kind of watching lectures on that. You want to be watching lectures on the screen so you can take notes while you are watching them yeah and yeah do you think that links in a bit to that idea of having to stay focused sort of being able to sort of be properly engaged in the moment because I suppose if if it's your phone other yeah. things are coming in notifications that kind of thing it can be quite distracting yeah definitely and either that goes for your your laptop work as well almost closing other things down as well because mm-hmm. the temptation is you know, you're still getting kind of email messages. Um, sometimes mm. students will log off to kind of social media and things are popping up on their screen. Are very easy to, it's very easy to get distracted. Yeah, yeah. And and sort of in with that, maybe, um, Kat, you might want to come in here. Yeah. Is there such a thing as a sort of, you know, a morning person, an afternoon person? Do you have to work out when you work best if you can? Because obviously you've got to fit that in with when lectures are. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I've been here 10 years and without a doubt, there are definitely some students who are night owls and then other ones who just love getting up early in the morning. Mm. So I guess it's maybe just for each individual to have a think about sort of their own learning habits and when they feel they work best and trying as much as possible to play to them. Um, So I've got one student just now who's based in Singapore over the mm. summer so she's actually still going to be in Singapore just for a few weeks at the start of the term as well so she's very much trying to navigate that at the moment um, and staying up later for her is easier so she's going to be watching some of her lectures online just to try and fit in with that um, but I think having the distractions out of the way as well is just such an ideal piece of information I don't think we can highlight that strongly enough mm. um, even if it is physically putting things in a different room um, certainly I know I need to do that with my mobile because I can so easily get distracted with yeah. it um, and it's just trying to be as constructive as you can be with the time that you have um, and trying to get into a routine can be really helpful as well actually mm. with that. Yeah I don't, I've spoken to quite a few students and sometimes the issue is they know they want to study but obviously there's just distractions and, and other commitments like you know there's family around and children and all that kind of thing and that can be quite difficult to manage um, is it worth, you know, it may be more difficult with children, I would think, but uh, is it worth is it worth talking to people, you know, that you live with and just trying to sort of say, look, I need to have this space. There's a certain time when I need to be studying. I can't really be interrupted. Is that worth a go? I would say it is. Um, so my son's off for the school holidays just now. Um, I've just had to be really clear with him with what my diary does and doesn't hold so yeah. that he knows when he can jump in and when he can't. Um, and I think just having that conversation with him because he is old enough, he's 10, to actually realise what that might be um, is really helpful. Um, and just I think if you've got flatmates or housemates, partner, mm-hmm. whatever it is, um, just letting them know 
Um, and maybe if you even can put a sign on the door. <laughs> I know one of my friends has got a sign that says, have you checked? Is it in the fridge? Have you checked with dad? Or, you know, are there <laughs> other ways that you can find this information? Because oh, I am yeah. in a meeting. <laughs> Please leave me alone. Um, her son's a bit older, but, you know, I think that's worked really well for her. Um, and I'm sure there's some sort of template like that that you can download and stick in a door or a fridge if you want to. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's a good idea. I like that <laughs> idea. Um, and I guess we also need to think then, John, maybe about then how you stay connected. So if we've got that set up and we've, you know, got our boundaries and we kind of in our sort of study space, can be quite difficult, can't it? Especially if a lot of your course is online to then sort of feel part of that course and keep in touch with people. How do you manage that? As it's getting the balance, isn't mm. it? Because you do want to be kind of sociable and kind of meet people through your course and have to do, um, you might even have to do group activities together where you do have to kind of communicate and use kind of social media to, to speak with each other. Um, I think just setting again just setting aside time to do particular jobs so it could be time to respond to messages time to just um work on your note take note taking work on your reading and um, i think that's it's 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 about planning and setting out a kind of timetable and as cat says getting into a routine i think as well yeah yeah, I've um, and also I think like that balance because I know some students, not you know, have WhatsApp groups which can be really helpful and really supportive. But I know sometimes maybe around assignment hand in time they can be less helpful because there's a bit of chatter and noise going on and you start being distracted by that. Um, is that something that you find, Kat, that maybe sometimes that social connection? Sometimes people don't quite know then to say, no, I need to work on my own now. Absolutely, absolutely. I think it can get really distracting for when we were talking about the times of days that people mm. find particularly useful to work. I know I've had some students complaining about getting pinged um, on WhatsApp at like one, two o'clock in the morning. And that's obviously because some people thrive at that time, yeah. but they might be somebody that likes to get up at seven and do their day to day stuff. So um, I think it's trying to be clear and also sort of respectful if you're in a group as well of other people's boundaries. Um, and maybe Maybe if you can have some discussion about that before it gets to that point, I guess that can be quite helpful. Um, and just feeling able to say, actually, this isn't a good time for me or whatever it is that needs yeah. to be said, just so yeah. that um, things can carry on. And being realistic about what can actually be achieved in whatever block of time that you've got set out as well. Um, mm -hmm. But I think staying connected is a really big part of um, the academic journey. And I, I guess what UWS is trying to create with um, the sense of community for students as well, mm -hmm. um, which can make the class or the WhatsApp groups and Facebook Messenger groups and things like that a good way to interact with with your classmates um, and I guess also to speak to your lecturers or you know your tutors and things like that because if they're one-to-one -one support um, is there for them if students need that and that can yeah. be delivered in a variety of ways as well so um, yep everybody needs breaks everybody needs connections and it does help us all feel happier from what all the research goes to show at the minute. Yeah yeah and I think there's you know there's a lot of um, support there sometimes that students maybe don't quite realise. So, for example, I've seen, you know, lecturers put lots of information on Aula 
frequently asked questions, questions about assignments, you know, recorded sessions. And so sometimes there's lots of information there for you to connect with and to ask questions. And sometimes people don't quite realise how much there is. But I do wonder if there's maybe an overwhelm sometimes of that. And maybe that can sometimes put students off. Do you find that, John, that sometimes students feel like they don't quite know there's almost so so much connection they're not quite sure what to prioritize and what not to yeah i mean that's true for a lot of things at university they know things like reading this and trying to work out what it is you don't have to do necessarily everything that would be impossible to do so it's it's trying to again get the balance right and work work out a way that works for you Yeah. yeah yeah i mean i suppose if we think about even just the three of us we've probably all got very different ways of working. And I think that my way of working has changed over time as well. So I think I used to be somebody who was quite a sort of evening late person. And now I find I work better in the mornings. I don't know if that's an age thing. (laughs) You know, who knows? Um, But I definitely have noticed some differences, you know. So I suppose if something hasn't worked for you in the past, maybe think about, is there maybe a different way I can try it that might work a little bit better for me at, at uni? Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that ties in with maybe, you know, the idea of a fixed mindset has got yeah. to be a certain way. But if you can just sort of go with the flow a wee bit and try and, I guess, a growth mindset and just adapt to whatever your life circumstances might be or whatever sure. stage you're at in the, pro, in the course and things as well yeah. um, can be a good thing. Yeah, we also want to mention, I guess, the importance in all this of looking after yourself. And I'm, Kat, I'm sure mm-hmm. you can give us some advice on that. Um, I often feel I'm quite guilty of I'm saying to students, make sure you take breaks. And I'm not sure that I'm always that good at doing that myself. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is important in all this with a lot more of an online presence Um that you have to look after yourself as well so what do you kind of advise students and do you find that that's something that they struggle with yeah I think so um I think quite a lot of students particularly actually PhD students or master's students find mm. that they should somehow be sitting with their work sort of almost like 24 7 when really everything or that the science shows us is that getting outside and getting some time to either get some eye exercise or even just be in nature can be such a good boost for your mental health if you like um, and it doesn't need to be oh you need to go and do 10,000 steps you know it can just be five or ten minutes just to get even a change of scenery can be really helpful for students um, but making making sure that you do get those breaks um, to sort of recharge and whether that is oh you know it could be so many different things Netflix or I don't know Bake Off or whatever you like um, or a bubble bath it's just making sure that you're taking breaks to give yourself a chance to recharge and um, to think about how far you've come, I guess, as well, and what you're trying to focus on. Um, really helpful to eat well as well. Not something I'm particularly great at myself, but I do try to have healthy snacks, so it takes care of it a wee bit. Um, and maybe just using things like, I don't know, Uber Eats or Just Eat for maybe something like a, a motivational reward at the end of the week or at the end of the day or something like that. Um, but if you are eating well, then it does show that it works in terms of how your brain reacts to that. Um, and it will boost your studying habits as well um 
Yeah. I guess another component of that is being really clear about your boundaries as well, as much as you can be, um, particularly if you're having to attain something particularly important or do a significant piece of work. Um, trying to sort of carve that out for yourself and stick to it can be really helpful as well. Mm. Um, but it's all about balance, as far as I can see, for students. Yeah. 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 Um, I think it helps as well to help us have it good set of transition activities between the work and the play so I can think of an example where I used to watch Neighbours basically I know I don't now but everybody would be like what is that it's just terrible waste of time but I used to kind of argue no I think it's really good because you don't it's almost brainless in a way it's something reasonably enjoyable but something where you don't have to think and it's a good kind of time to be able to make that transition between kind of studying and then kind of enjoying your evening and relaxing. So it doesn't necessarily have to be something like that. It could be kind of listening to loud music or, um, yeah, getting on social media or something like that, but just something to kind of then separate the work and study from the rest of your, or your, your fun time, basically. Yeah. Yeah, because it's difficult to go from one to the other, isn't it? Yeah. Just to instantly stop studying and then start relaxing, you know, or doing something else. It's You do sometimes need that little activity. You're going to be gutted that Neighbours is finishing now, John. <laughs> I, I, haven't watched, I must say, I haven't watched it for 10 years. I kind of, I kind of prefer Pointless now, and that does the same. <laughs> well, there you go, in an app title as well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. It's that kind of end of the day thing. I mean, I must admit, I yeah. do that as well. It's, it's usually the chase. Um, yeah. Yeah, just something that can you don't have to think about too much and yeah. you can watch and it sort of separates between the, it's almost like for me it's almost like my evening commute really, you know, instead of yeah. mm. you know driving back or whatever because sometimes you unwind that way. Um that sort of idea of just something that takes you from one to the other. So I think that's a really good point, John. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And what if it all becomes a bit overwhelming, Kat? What kind of support can UWS offer if you just think, I just feel overwhelmed by this, I really need to talk to somebody? Is that where the counselling service can help? Absolutely. That is certainly one place it can absolutely help. Um, I guess the benefit of our service is that we are in-house. I feel like we absolutely understand the, the structure of the university mm. and the sort of things that students are up against. Um, we're all fully qualified. We've all been here for a chunk of time. So we have a fair idea of what students are talking about when they get come into the room. Um, we've got no agenda in it. We're not there to judge you and we'll give you the time and space that we have to let you talk. And it doesn't need to be about academic issues or anything like that. It can be just anything that's bothering you. Um, and there's two best ways to um, get an appointment organised, um, just through the hub, um, just through the email address, which is hub at uws.ac.uk. And the telephone number is 0141 Um UWS have also brought in a student support line for sort of out-of-hours emotional support, um, which again is completely free and it's there for all students um, if you're maybe struggling in sort of the wee hours of the night or maybe over the weekend or something. Um, and that telephone number is 0800 028 3766. Um, and there's other services within student services, obviously, like yourselves for um, academic skills advisors and things to get different forms of support. Um, 
Yes, is that enough? Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a good point that, yeah, there's that support that you can offer. But obviously with academic skills, we're happy to to talk to students. If you're just, I have spoken to students in the past about just organising their study space and time management and just, you know, some of the little hints and tips that might help things to think about. And maybe similar to what you're saying, Kat, you know, that's a very individual thing. It's quite a personal thing. So obviously we'd have a chat with you about, you know, what is your kind of situation and are you able to get that bit of space or not, um, you know, and, and and work it out as to, you know, what would suit you best. Um, so, you know, as always, students can book an appointment with us um, and they can chat to us about, you know, about the assignment, but also time management skills, that kind of thing as well. Um so there's quite a lot of there to think about, I would say. Sort of, we've touched on lots of different things, um, but maybe we, we just wanted to recognise that, you know, it's a steep learning curve for a lot of people and you don't have to do that on your own. There is support there. There's help, advice. Um, and, you know, I think one of the things I would say is I know certainly with engagement and, and getting involved online, there's that real reluctance to put your name in the chat or to you know show your face on the camera or whatever you know and you feel a bit sort of apprehensive but I know that I've found in the past that when I've kind of made that step and tried to do that it's a bit more rewarding you start to feel a bit more engaged and involved in that community um, so it's you know it's just something to think about when you're got that reluctance you can chat to us about it you know and maybe chatting one-to-one with us gives you a little bit more confidence to chat within a group as well um any final thoughts um john that you just want to sort of say to students about this kind of new world that we're in really um well yeah just to be flexible really because it's it, things are going to change possibly True. next year in that we may have to kind of go a bit more back to the um hopefully back to the kind of more uh, being more campus kind of activity so yeah um, yeah that's right yeah so yeah gotta be gotta be flexible yeah um and any final thoughts Kat that you just want to to mention just maybe if somebody's looking specifically for academic support to do with their particular piece of work or whatever and if it's not yourselves the academic skills advisors to speak to you know they're more than welcome to reach out to their personal tutor mm-hmm. um programme leader or any academic member of staff um, and even if they don't know how to help they will find a way to get, make sure that you get the help to to deal with whatever situation you're facing yeah, yeah. that's a good good point to end on so thanks a lot Kat thanks for your input really interesting to hear your perspective no problem at all and uh, thanks a lot John as always and um we would love to do a podcast with questions from students. So if you've got questions or you've got anything you think we should be doing a podcast on, then do drop us a line. Um, you can email us at skills at uws.ac.uk and just call it podcast questions and we'll try and um, answer some of those in future podcasts. So that's great. Thanks for listening. Thank you.